Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. Thank you so much for the opportunity to be in your presence and to receive your word. Bless us and let your will be done in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. This week we had a very powerful revival. Is that not so? We are grateful to the Lord for his provision. And we had, I believe, over 1,000 people giving their life to Christ over the uh, four days put together. Reverend Zach, is that not so? Yeah. And um, we are very grateful to the Lord for his, um, um, his blessings. Amen. Now, Today we want to continue our very important series on I shall not want. Uh, would you turn with me to Psalm 20, number 3? Psalm number 23, and uh, we want to read verse number 1. Psalm number 23. And um, we are studying, I shall not want. Is that not so? Shall we all read Psalm 23, verse 1? The Lord is my enemy. The Lord is attacking me. The Lord is trying to catch me. The Lord is spying on me. The Lord is looking for me. The Lord is what? A very nice person to us. So when people say, that the problem that they have, the Lord is trying to kill me. The Lord is trying to teach me patience, humility. The Lord is sometimes surprised because you would not teach your children humility by doing certain things to them. Is that not so? Are you in the church? Very good. So, because the Lord is our shepherd, we shall not need anything. And I believe with all my heart that those of you who are hearing this message, you know, take it as a personal message for yourself. Get every single tip in the categories. God is a provider. Ways by which God provides to you. That's the second part. The third part is that you shall build a house. The fourth part is you shall have food and raiment. And then this part is because of the harvest. And this part is also in three sections. The seed called help. And number two, we talked about all those seeds, how if you plant a seed, God will bless you and cause you to be looked after and helped by many, many people multiplied in many ways. And the second is a seed of money, right, which we have also looked at. Is that not so? Hallelujah. Are you listening to me? Are you listening to me? And God is telling us that we will not need anything. Because of the harvest. And that's the third part. And I, I just want to 
tell you something if, if, you, if you believe take this particular series as a message that God has sat you down on a chair and is talking to you and is telling you that I am your shepherd and you will not want you will not need anything and he's showing you how step by step for more than one year Sunday after Sunday that you shall not want take it seriously because you may not know what you have till, till you don't have it amen so take it seriously that God is into you personally and telling you you shall not want amen now let's turn to Genesis chapter 8 verse 22 that is the basis of this uh, fifth part of our very powerful series on I shall not want now Genesis chapter 8 and verse 22 is the scripture right is the scripture of what is the scripture basis scriptural basis for our series verse 22 and let's read it together what does it say while the earth remaineth seed time and harvest and cold and heat and summer and winter and day and night shall not cease can you close your eyes and say it ready go while the earth remaineth seed time and harvest cold and heat and winter day and night shall not cease now how can you easily remember this remember that the topic I'm preaching about is seeds and so that's the first one is that not so and then the last one is day and night that's the ordinary one you get it and then so if the there are only two left, cold and heat. And uh, summer and your friend is saying, huh? Winter. So it starts with cold. You get it? Hamatan, the beginning of the year, is cold. So after seed time and harvest time, it's cold. Can you remember? So let's take it again. While the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest cold and heat summer and winter day and night shall not cease amen it will never stop it will not be interrupted even if you pray about it I said even if you pray about it it will not be interrupted that is why I said you cannot take away my harvest from me you cannot stop my reward by attacking me. If you criticize me and you fight me, it doesn't stop my reward because God has said that seed and harvest, seed time and harvest are will not be interrupted for anybody, including you. If I've planted a seed, my due is the harvest and it's just going to come. That's all. Amen? Amen. I am expecting my harvest. Expect your harvest. And if you don't have any scheduled program harvest, let's plant some seeds now. It's not too late. We can have some beautiful harvest next year or two years' time. We can organize things, and in about the year, next one to two years, 
putting two and two together, we may experience some very good harvests. How many are excited about that? Powerful. Amen. Very good. So, I have given you this principle. Whatsoever a man sows, he shall reap. Is that not so? Changing over. And harvest time. Now, you will not need anything. God will bless you because he has shown you that there is seed and harvest. So all you need to do is to plant some seeds, Olivia. You get it? And you're going to harvest. Is that not so? It's a great thing. I'm so happy to know that. And so I was trying to share with you about three important seeds that you've got to sow. All right? And those are the three most important seeds. They cover everything. If you plant those seeds, I'm guaranteeing you based on the word of God, you shall not want. Simple. Now, everybody wants something fast. But there is nothing fast. There's nothing fast. Many people who thought they could prosper fast, I found out that it, there's nothing like fast prosperity. If you like, I'll give you a visa to go to America and find out how many years it will take you to prosper there. Ask those who've gone. What is happening there? There's, not, there's nothing like fast prosperity. Anybody who wants fast prosperity is either, the Bible says, he that hasteth to be rich has an evil eye. Your eye is evil. Hold somebody's eye and ask, is this thing evil? Because in a bid to hasten your prosperity, you start to do things which are not supposed to be done. So, you've got to Take your time and plant the seeds. Plant the seeds. Plant the seeds. I say plant. Let me tell you something. I'll, I'll give you a simple formula. Anybody who obeys this formula will prosper. Number one. Don't write. Just listen. Because it is in the message. Plant a seed of help by being in the church help in the revival, help in the work that is going on, join a chapel, come here on Thursdays, help your pastor, ask the state to be the last person to leave the church, ask the chapel pastor and the ministry shepherd, what can I do? Help them to arrange the chairs, sing in the church, play instruments, join the choir, even if your voice is not good, join their voices, you don't know what is happening in their voice, so join them, I'm t- that is helping. Help to do follow up. Me, Namekatre will say, if you do these things, you are planting a seed. You will be there when you will be helped. It has happened over and over and over and over and over and over again. So we want somebody for this, or somebody is needed for that. And then I call. Sometimes when somebody calls, I need somebody for this. Certain names come to my mind. One, two, three. Straight away. Because we know them, they've been helping us. Sometimes I ask Pastor Johnny, oh, I can do this. Then Pastor Johnny will mention, 
person, this person, this, they are his main people that he also knows. Because, and how, how, how do people remember you? People remember you most by when you help them. People remember you most by the help you give to them. I remember most the people who have stood with me in my hardest moments of life and ministry. That, <laughs> there are people who remember. One day I was with somebody who was going through a very difficult time. And I encouraged the person. And after that, I blessed the person. Then he just looked at me and said, I will never forget you. But when he said those words, something touched me. He said, I will never forget you. You know, people will never forget you when you help them in their darkest moments. So help somebody. Help your pastor. Help the church. Help the work of God. Help anybody who needs help. Don't destroy or pull people down. I promise you. <laughs> don't think about it for tomorrow. And don't look at that person. That person can never help you. The Bible said, whatsoever you do to a man, the same shall he receive from the Lord. The Lord will give it to you. The Lord has paid me. Many of the people to whom I have been a blessing to have not been grateful to me. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I don't look to people for rewards. I look to the Lord. And I don't even look to this earth. I look to heaven. Sow a seed. Help somebody. Help. Forgive. Forgiveness is one of the greatest helps you are going to give to people. Forgiving people. Loving them. Standing by them. Helping them. Releasing them. Giving them forgiveness and grace. It's one of your greatest helps you will ever give to somebody. Loving them. Do it. You will reap it. You'll be surprised. Somebody will look at you and help you. Do you know why orphans and widows are often sometimes more blessed than even people with fathers and mothers? <laughs> because God specifically has mentioned these groups as people that he helps. When I look at Reverend Saki and his family, he He's a star in his family. But he came from a certain background. Oh yeah. He has shared with us before how he was unwanted. Discarded. But I've watched him over the years from as long as I've known him. He has been a breadwinner. Even in, in university, he has been looking after his little sister. He has always been a responsible father. In university, he told us when he went to university, he arrived there carrying his carton, his milk carton, his milk carton, because he didn't have money to buy a suitcase. He arrived there with his ideal milk carton. Catherine, if you go to a university with your ideal milk carton, Volta Hall, what would they say? Yet, today, he's blessed. <laughs> If you send, if you tell him to go to London now, it's like you are even worrying him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you tell that he should go to America now, it's like you are disturbing him. <laughs> oh, yeah. But there are a whole lot of people, if I tell you to go to America now, it's like you will lick my shoe right now. God has his eye on those that are not wanted. And when God particularly helps you, 
Your case is different. And you see, God, you don't have to become a widow or an orphan so that God will now put his eye on you. No. God has shown you how to bring his eye on you. He has told you that you should help somebody and show kindness to somebody. And the Bible said, whatsoever good thing he doeth, Ephesians 6, 8, the same shall he receive of the Lord. So you schedule and program for yourself harvests of help and grace. Pastor Lee is another star in his family. Oh, yes. But he never knew his father. He, when he was one year old, he didn't know who his father was. When he was two years old, he didn't know who his father was. When he was three years old, he didn't know who his father was. When he was four years old, he didn't know who his father was. When he was five years old, a child, and he didn't know his father. My daughter, six years old, come to me and call me daddy. But when he was six years old, he didn't know have anybody daddy. When he was seven years old, he didn't know who his father was. When he was eight years old, he didn't know who his father was. When he was nine years old, he didn't know who his father was. When he was ten years old, he didn't know who his father was. When he was eleven years old, he didn't know his father was. When he was twelve years old, he didn't know who his father was. It was when he was thirteen years old that he discovered who his father was. God. When his father died, I watched him. He didn't have anywhere to go. Oh, yeah. He lived in H5 room because his father was dead, so his stepmother he could not go there and then his mother was also married so it's like or we put two and two together I realized that it's not, a, it's not an ideal situation oh yeah when you look at certain things you realize you can't you can't go oh yeah I watched him wearing black I was, I was, I was in the room when his father died I was, I was, I was right there at the waykeeping I was with him at Kaneshi and all those places all those years years and years ago but God has lifted him up he also, if you send him now to whatever, you, tell, you see that you are also disturbed. He has a beautiful house. Beautiful house. Cars. Bless him. Beautiful wife. Now, look at that. Classy. Man. Joy. <laughs> That's all. You see, God will put his, God will shine his eyes. I'm looking for somebody to bless. And he has in his word. In God, have you? Let me tell you how many have watched a match, either hearts, kotoko, or kotoko, something or another match, and one side was losing. Maybe you were not a supporter of any of these sides, and one side was losing, and you, you were on the side that was losing. You wanted them to win, you wanted them to come. How many have felt that thing before? Do you know where that thing is from? That thing is from God. It's the nature of God in you to be on the side of the helpless and the side of those who are down. That's God's nature in you to want to help those that are down and lift them up. Oh, yeah. So, as I'm sharing with you, I tell you, plant these seeds. You will live to see God putting his eye on you. <laughs> when God's eye comes on you, remember what Cornelius said. When the angel came to Cornelius, said that thy prayers and thy arms have come. There are real things that are happening in the realm of the spirit. And God sends angels. Another, I'll begin to teach you about things that angels are doing for you soon. So I want you to plant that seed and you are never going to lack. The other seed is the seed of money. Never hold back your tithes and your offerings. Joyce, as you give, you are planting eternal seeds. 
And I was sharing with you last week some of the harvest that you receive as you sow. I was telling the third service people, I was telling them, look, some people think they have too little to give, but I did a calculation. The Bible says the woman gave two mites, and one mite is one-fifth of one's United States cent. When we calculated it, it was 28 CDs, 14 CDs for one mite. So the woman gave two mites, so her offering was 28 CDs. 28 CDs, is, is it a lot? Can you even get 28 CDs to give? Can it buy, what is the lowest coin we have available? 50 CDs. And this woman gave 28 CDs. Two mites. And God said, this woman has given more than everybody else. So, brothers and sisters, don't, your money eh, is your hospital bill that you are giving. Your money is your insurance that you are giving. Your money is your car. One day, somebody gave an offering, and as he was giving the offering, I held his hand, and I lifted up his hand, and I said, this is a car. This is a car. Because if you are giving your transportation money, you are giving your car. You will receive harvest of cars. Some of you, some of you, your cars have been arranged already. 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 Oh, man. You will see it come to pass. We will all be here practically. You will see it coming to pass. Let me tell you, 10 years ago, eh? Reverend Sake, when, when did you buy your first car? 19 what? 80. About 10 years ago. When Reverend Saki bought his first car, Toyota, Toyota Carina, no, it was a Renault, but after that, the Toyota Carina, an accident condemned car. We repaired and welded the body of the car. It was almost impossible for him to get a car or for anybody to have a car. Today, many people who are not even any whatever have cars in this church. When I look to the car, I don't know that red BMW, I don't know who it's for. Huh? I don't know who that, all these golf and uh, what, what not cars all over the place. On the roadside, you see them, beautiful, beautiful cars. You don't know who is, who is who's car. Look at them, cars. People have bought them. Nice, nice cars. God is providing. And God will continue to provide. Car will be nothing for you. I said car will be nothing for you. I said car will be nothing for you. One day God revealed to me, a car is like shoe. You put it on and you take it off. That's all. That's all. Amen. Now, Money seeds can give you long life one day. In fact, before I even had this revelation, I always used to look at my father-in-law and I felt that my father-in-law, one of the, I don't know whether it's the Holy Spirit who impressed upon me, but I felt that one of the reasons, my father-in-law is 80, more than 80 years old, going strong, wealthy, blessed. I always felt that the, one of the reasons for his blessing was because of this monies and the seeds that he had planted in the Methodist church. In his church. That's his church. I always, I always felt so. In fact, so because of that, I felt to myself that I must really give a lot to the Lord personally. I want to give houses. I want to give cars. I want to give money. 
so much because I believe that it releases certain things that you, you can't explain, you can't buy. You see, when my wife was born, my wife's father, he was, my father, his father was in the 40s. He never even knew that he would live. He thought he would die. But he has lived. People have died. He has attended a, a lot of funerals. He's still around. Blessed. So something came. I said, let me give how I, I, I used to discuss with my wife. I told, I told my wife, if we have a house, we can give the house to the church. If we have a car, we can give it. I felt that, I feel that the more that I can give, it will release blessings of things that are not even money. I've always felt it, but it's just recently that I saw these things in the Bible that an offering gives rise to other things. Cornelius was giving offering and it made a man of God come to his house. Actually, it's not a financial, it's a hundredfold. It is true, you get hundredfold, twentyfold, sixtyfold, but not necessarily in what you think. The money you give has a value. It has a value. It has a value, Afi. It has a so Maybe you may give 500,000. It may mean five years of your life. Oh, yes. Five years added. It may mean peace. How can you buy peace? Go to Mobile Mart. Have you been to Mobile Mart before? How much is peace being sold for? Peace. One bottle of peace. Do they sell it in Mobile Mart? Peace of mind? No. So, a seed that you sow is one of the greatest things, Reverend Saki, that you will reap from. Your life is a combination of sowing and reaping. You will never want. I said, you shall not want. I said, you. You, brother. You, brother. You, brother. You, brother. You, brother. You, my sister, shall not once in the name of Jesus. Mama, you will not be lonely forever. Some of you have been crying. Oh Lord, I want somebody to sleep by me so that Lord, when I wake up, I'll not be lonely. I don't want to cook for myself only. I want somebody to cook for and I want somebody to talk to. I want to go to church and more especially, I want to go to church with somebody. So that everybody will see that I'm also somebody. That's the most important part for you. God will do it for you. It also has a price. I said it also has a price. Everything has a price. Some things are what we call priceless. And which is so expensive. Was a priceless, he was given a priceless jewel. English language. He was given a priceless jewel. What does it mean? Answer. First question. It means he was given something so expensive. Priceless. I see God giving you priceless. Priceless harvests. Priceless. Man. You will receive it. You shall not want. I said you shall not want. Now. I'm coming to the last powerful seed. What are the first two seeds? Seed number one is what? Are you going to 
somebody? Are you going to forgive somebody? Are you going to push somebody forward? I'm always helping people. I'm always trying to help people. I want to help people to get jobs. I want to help people to get married. I want to help people to have children. I want to help people to travel. I want to help people to do what they want to do. And because I am people's pastor, God reveals things to me about people. These days, I just have visions. Sometimes I see you. Do you know that? Sometimes I just see. And the spirit prays. Go and pray for him. So now now I'm, I'm moving to what we call prophetic pastoring. You just, you just see the person. And God puts a bed. Start to pray for her. It's been happening. It's been happening. It's been happening. It is because... That is the gift and that is the anointing and that is the ministry. It's to be a blessing, it's to help. You can never be a leader unless you want to help people. Seed number three, the seed of wisdom. The seed of wisdom. Turn to Proverbs chapter one. Now, Proverbs chapter one. These are seeds you need to plant. Now, wisdom for who? Wisdom for who? Wisdom for yourself. You need to plant those seeds in yourself. Amen. Amen. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready to read through Proverbs with me? Now listen. Listen. How can you receive a a seed of wisdom? Some of you, you have not been reading your Bibles. Yvonne, main thing. Okay? Are you there? This is the main thing. This is the main book. I beg you, read every day this book. Amen. You get wisdom. Wisdom, wisdom will keep you from destroying yourself. I said wisdom will keep you from destroying yourself. Amen. Now, you get wisdom when your pastor preaches to you. Bible says that he will give you pastors who will feed you with knowledge and understanding. Amen. Is that not so? Is that not so? Knowledge and knowledge and understanding which is the same as wisdom. Now, some people don't even know that a seed of wisdom makes them blessed. My greatest secret in my life, and I'm, I'm a blessed person. I'm blessed. Hello? Oh, yeah, I'm blessed. I said, I am blessed. You may not want me to be blessed, but I'm still blessed. My greatest, how many would like to know my greatest secret? So that I can share with you. My greatest secret in my life is my quiet time. Yeah, quiet time. Read your Bible and pray together every day. That's the greatest secret of my life. I realize, you know, I heard somebody say the greatest secret of his life. I thought to myself, greatest secret of my life. Because I never thought about what's the greatest secret of my life. So I, I began to analyze. I realized that the greatest secret of my life is my quiet time. Every day, I must have my, my quiet time with my Lord. Most of my preaching, 
Quiet time. Patience that I have. Quiet time. Quiet time. Quiet time. And Ricard has a song called Quiet Time. Quiet time. It's those precious quiet times. Teku, can we sing that song? Let's, let's find it. You have it somewhere? Quiet time. Quiet time. Hey, man, that's, that's the greatest secret of my life. Quiet time. Bible. I am always reading about four books at the same time. Right now, I'm reading The Final Quest. I'm reading The Call. You, see, you know why I'm reading The Final Quest? I've read it. You heard me preaching about it. I'm still reading it. Yesterday, the revelation that I got from the book. Eh? <laughs> the revelation that I got from the book. Eh? You see, people don't know that. You see, in a book, when somebody... I'm writing, I'm writing some books now. So now when I take the pains to write, I realize that I, I just think to myself that if people would take the pain or the time to just look at the page carefully and see what the person is saying, their life will shoot to a certain realm. But people don't. People think they know. I'll tell you what you know. You know what you know? You know what you know? You know what you know? You know how to know what you know? <laughs> you shall know them by their fruits. I know you by your fruits. If you have no fruits, you are not what you think you are. Are you a mango tree? Show me your fruit. Don't talk. Just bring your fruits. I know you by your fruits. If you are something, I will know you by your fruits. Oh yeah. Know me by my fruits. Know the amount of wisdom that is in me. The amount of the anointing that is in me. The amount which God is helping me. The amount of strength that the anointing of the Lord is on. Know me not by what you see or by my car or anything, but by my fruit. That's how you really know what you are dealing with. You know who Jesus is? Look at the whole world. One man came and stepped his foot on this earth. Started talking for three years in the whole world. That's how you can know what you are dealing with. Jesus is not, a, Jesus is not an ordinary person. No human being's ministry has that kind of effect. Nobody's books are written and last beyond a few years or whatever. Can I take it? He's a great man. He's, no, his books are not living sold in Accra. No, there's nowhere you can find it. He was a very, he's a very great man. There's nobody like Jesus. Jesus? You know who Jesus is? You want to really know how much Jesus knows and what sort of level of wisdom and anointing, whatever Jesus is carrying. And the whole wide world, 2,000 years after his short visit. We are still singing about him. We are still worshipping him. We are still believing him. People are still giving their lives for him. People are dying for him. People are sacrificing. That's how you know the person. I don't need to. I don't need to look at your clothes to know who you are. I don't need to know, look at your dress to know who you are. I don't need to see your shoes. I just need to look at your fruits. You want to know who I am? Look at the fruit and then you really know who you are dealing with. The greatest secret of my life. Quiet time. Knowledge of the word. That's my greatest secret. Wisdom that I have been planned. I'm always reading books. I'm reading the Final Quest. I'm reading the Call. I'm reading a book by Damasio. I'm reading another book by Rick Joyner. I'm, free, I'm reading three books by Rick Joyner at the same time. One is called Shadows of Things to Come. One is called The Call. One is The Final Quest. One is a book by Damasio. And then some other magazines around. I read all the time. Then I have my Bibles. I have about 10 or 12 Bibles. I have Bibles everywhere. 
I must be able to find a Bible when I stretch my... A Bible must not be further than this. Anywhere that I sit or anywhere that I lie, when I do this, I should have a Bible there. That's my policy. This is the greatest book that has ever been printed. This book is being published for 2,000 years, still the bestseller. It belongs to nobody. Nobody is pushing it. There's no private businessman who is trying to push Bible to make business. This book, it just moves. They're printing more. And this book is not 30 pages old. Thousands of pages. No address. You see, that's I said. This thing is a very wild book. If you read it every day, where am I reading now? I said, I am always planting seeds of wisdom. That's why I'm going forward and you are watching me. I said, that's why I'm going forward and you are watching me. I could tell you things that I won't tell you. I plant seeds of wisdom in my life from the word. Someone said, what is wisdom? Strategies of, you know, I don't need strategies. I need God's wisdom. I need God. I'm not talking about human craftiness. The kind of ideas, you know, uh, if you do this, then this. Uh, everybody who has done this has done this before. Therefore, uh, uh, there's so many percentage of this is equal to that. I, I don't need that. What is that? That is that's human craftiness. I need God's word. Amen. Give me the word. Give me the word. I said, give me the word. Give me the word. Give me a preacher who preaches the word. I want the word. I need the word. The word. The word will keep you growing. Bible says, you shall know the truth. Truth. Hallelujah. People think they know truth. Africans, you see, because I'll tell you, we have our gifts. Africans, we have our gifts. Our gift is a gift of life and a gift of enjoying life. We are happy people. We are exuberant people. We are joyful. We, we have more life in us than any European. We love worship. We love singing. We love clapping. We love having a good time. And when we come to church, it's the same. We love to have a good time. Now, having a good time and being happy is great. It helps you to keep alive. But information and wisdom is very important. Without it, your happiness will go down. Invest in your life. Plant the seeds of wisdom. You become wiser and wiser and wiser and wiser. You become more like Solomon. You shall not want. I say you shall not. You will in the right way. You take decisions in the right way. You become a builder. I can prove to you right now as I'm standing here. Right now as I'm standing here. I can prove to you by just giving you maybe three examples that Ghana does not have a problem of, of a lack of money at all. Ghana does not have a problem of a lack of intelligent people. The most intelligent person in the world which is the president of the whole world, which is the United Nations Secretary General, is a Ghanaian. He's the president of the whole world. If you don't know, I'm telling you. If you go to the United Nations, there are more Ghanaians than any other country there. Ghanaians are everywhere we are surviving, from Alaska to Cape Town. We, we are intelligent, we are good, great people. We are a very nice group of people. Warm, friendly, happy, peaceful. Our problem is not a lack of good people. We have them 
we have them. In fact, there are places where they will ask for Ghanaians. Even in the ministry, there are people who have asked, oh, if you're from Ghana, it's like they know that you are different from other places. Money! There are Ghanaians who are placed. I've got a classmate who has a plane. My personal classmate, whom I used to, I used to play with him. I used to do so many things with him. So many, many. He has a plane. He told me, I have his number. So when you come, you call me. I come and pick you from New York with my plane. And then I fly to Ohio. Oh, yeah. Personal. He used to fly even in the, uh, fly these uh, American uh, jets. He has his own personal plane. Oh, yeah. They're my classmate. I was in school with him. I was school with him. A Ghanaian. His name is one of the names. Either Kwame, Kojo, uh, whatever. I don't want to say which one it is. But he doesn't have any English name. He's not Peter, John, uh, 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 Robin, Emmanuel. His name starts, his name is a Ghanaian name. I don't want to mention his name. His name yeah, one of the K's. His name is the K. He doesn't have even a name like a, a Limwell or Lasagno or Ecolopsa. No, his name is K something. Either Kojo, Kwame, uh, Kofi. Yeah. He told me, I'll come and pick you with a plane. Oh, yeah. Only that I, I haven't had the time to. Ghana. Airways, a plane, which is always full of people. I, I was talking to one of the people who worked there. I said, did you make profit? Oh, no, no, we didn't make profit. We made a loss. Is it that we don't have people? We don't have money? We don't have... No, it's not. It's not. We have Ghanaians. We have people. People. We have money. Gold mines. It is not money. Wisdom. Why? Can we not make our own road? Angie, can you explain to me? A road is made up of a foundation which has engineers. Is that you put rocks under so that it doesn't sink. Is that not? That's an engineer. You used to make roads, not so. So you, you, you still make roads. So you, you dig under, isn't it, and put rocks there, boulders, suitable material, and then you fill it. You are still making road. Where, which road are you making now? From where to where? But you are about to. Okay. So, which road did you make before? A Lubo to where? Asemkom. Okay. Asemkom to a Lubo. Have you been there before? Next time you go there, eh? you see, Pastor Jobut's road is there. It goes like that. That rock that they put under, do they import it? Pardon? Say it with your mouth. We don't import the rocks. You don't import rocks. Okay. The sand that they used to fill, do they import it from, uh, I know where they import it, they import it from Norway. Norway. Pardon? No, we get all right. Pa- pardon, pardon? We get all the material right from Ghana. The material that is used to make the road, let's say, to make the foundation, the rock, you import it from Belgium. Belgium. No, they are all from here. From where? From our stone quarries. We have stone quarries in Ghana? Yes. yes. The stones, is it Ghanaian stones? Yes, Ghanaian stones. Ghanaian stones. It's not made in India. Why do we need a white man?
to come and drive the, the car and, and employ us and say, sit on the tractor and go to this place where there is and then break them and come and put it here and put it here and then out of you pay you we'll give you a loan so that you pay us back so that we so that we so that we 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 we, we give you the idea to go to your own land and take your stones and come and put it there together to make the foundation for your roads you see the minister of uh, I think his defense, Kufo, I think in his constituency, he was building, a, I think, toilets or so for the people. Before, I mean, that was before. He's been in parliament. So my, I, I was just chatting with somebody, and the person was telling me that oh, he was having something to do with the Swiss uh, embassy. Because he knows them, because he has been dealing with the Swiss, I've been helping them to make the toilets. You get what I'm trying to say? Poo poo, poo poo, poo poo. You need white man to come and make the place that you go and poo poo in. Oh man. Do you think it's a money problem? Pastor Bocho, do you really think that it's a matter of financial difficulty that a white man from Switzerland will come all the way? To our country and give us money so that when we have problems to and you go, then a white man has come to make it for you and he gives you a loan to do that. Boom, boom. No way, no way. Don't tell me that Ghanaians don't have money. Please, I cannot take it. I cannot take it. I cannot accept it. I cannot, I cannot accept it. It's too difficult for me. I feel sad. You see, that's why I was preaching about leadership and I stopped. Because I felt sick. I, felt, I, I become sad. I become sad. Yesterday we went to do baptism at the Nine. Uh, and when you got there, as we are going, it's not God made uh, this thing, rocks that are on the floor. You have to be careful. You almost become a ballet dancer. You'll be moving. Huh? 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 Then you are moving. <laughs> On the beach. And before you get to the beach, there are some people who don't have time to go to the beach. It's like me at the end no. When they get to no no. Oh man. And look at the toilet that we built for them here. 24 WCs, more than two years. The member of parliament for this area, she came to see me. They're going, I said, whatever. But I'm getting to the point, I said, look, you know, take the toilet, take the land. We have already given them the toilet. Take the land. Do anything that you want to do. What is, what is going on with our minds? It's difficult to understand. They are going for Swiss uh, ambassador and Swiss whatever to come and make uh, this thing for you to go and then uh, uh, they say oh man it's not possible <laughs> now look give me a microphone give me a microphone <laughs> this man here is a Canadian uh, uh, please now do Germans come to build toilets for you in Canada please stand
No. Have you seen any European company coming to build toilets for you to poo poo at uh, Canada? Never, never. Pardon? Never. 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 Have you seen any European company coming to build roads in Canada? It's, it's not done. It's not done. <laughs> no. Here we are. He said, we, are, we want to call on the foreign community to give us all financial assistance that will be necessary to enhance the democratic to enhance the democratic improvements in our nation. We are also appealing to the donor community to make the necessary adjustments so that as a nation we can move forward. And we want to call on all the religious bodies to contribute their quota to the development of the nation. We want to ask them to build schools, hospitals, to provide water in their communities. Your mouth, we won't provide any water there. We won't provide any water. Your mouth like water, we won't provide any water. What is the water issue doing? When the church provides a toilet, you attack the church. You are coming to ask that we should provide one. We won't provide anything. We won't provide anything. You see, and then you see them taking pictures with white people, and they show us on the on the on the TV. Like, <laughs> and then, uh, then you see that they are going to escort an American American delegation of men of straw. Do you know men of straw? Empty people who have no money. <laughs> Just because they are, they are white men uh, explaining the thing to you, then you are coming to you are so happy to see them to give them audience. Church, like us, we, we should have been called. We should have been, the churches should have been called. Because since the government was unable to provide university education, SDA Church have built Valley View University. Here's a very major university. Central Gospel Church have built a university. Methodist Church are doing university here. Churches, not white men, not embassies. Churches, which are despised and fought against by traditionalists. And which the government will not put out its foot and ensure that these things don't go. That's why we don't have instruments on our church. Because, because there's no law in the country. You don't know what is going to happen next. You don't know who's going to come and attack you. Now, when did somebody come and attack you? What, what will they say? Since the things were attacked, what, what has been done? It's better that we'll just be here. I hear Kofi Wayo was asked whether he believes in God. And he said that, I hear his, I may be wrong, but I hear he said that if I, since he came to Ghana, he has begun to believe in God. He said, why? Well, he said, a country where anybody can do anything at all, and the country is still going, he has seen that God is looking after us. <laughs> so now he has begun to believe in God. <laughs> that anybody can do anything at all, and the country is still going on. He has begun to believe in God. <laughs> he said, we, we, we are calling on their donor, we are calling on their donor communities as development partners. Development partners indeed. 
Let us be partners indeed. You see, it's, I'm just, all I'm saying is that it's not money per se. But even to be able to see, because if I was in a gallery, I said, hey, these churches, eh, they look as though they are some way singing, shouting, but at the end of the day, it's the church, you know, which has educated us, which has provided medicine for us, which has helped us, the church. The love of God and the church is what has provided stability. So I'm saying that what we need is wisdom. Me, I, I believe God for wisdom. Every day I pray for wisdom. I, that's why I'm reading four books at the same time. Afi, how many books are you reading? None. Give me one of my books. I had, you had a book in front there. Nobody has this book. I'm giving it to you. Read. Read it. Read other books. Just keep them. Have you read Frugality before? Yeah, so keep, don't, don't think it. I say, I'm reading Final Quest. Have you heard me? I've even preached from it. I've underlined. I'm reading it. Yesterday I read and I was blessed. Oh, 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 yeah. Read, study, develop, invest in that seed, and your life will never be the same. Hey, our time is up. Stand to your feet. How many of you are blessed by the word? When the word is coming, you are receiving it. Powerful. Father, we thank you for your word in Jesus' name. If you are here this morning, you want to give your life to Jesus, raise up your hand and I'm going to pray with you. Pastor, I want to give my life to Jesus. Raise up your hand. If you've already raised up your hand and come, there's no need to raise up your hand again. And if you haven't done it before, then raise up your hand. I want to pray with you. God bless you. If you raise your hand, come to me in the front here. God bless you. God bless you. How old are you? 16. Come. You see, when, come, 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 come. When you see a young person, come, if you are giving your life, when you, when you see a young person that is giving his life to Christ, don't say, eh, today nobody really gave his life to Christ. Just some small, small, small children. Pastor Eddie was 13 years old when he became, he committed his life to Christ from that time up till now. Perhaps that's another Pastor Eddie that is coming. Huh? Powerful. You, you say you are how old? 16. 16. Is that how small I was when I was 16? <laughs> because when I was 16, I was doing visitation. I can imagine how funny I looked. 16. Brother, you are blessed. Father, bless these ones as they give their life to you. Those of you who say this after me, say, Lord Jesus, forgive me for my sins. I accept Jesus as my Savior and my Lord and my Master. Please write my name in the book of life in Jesus' name. I accept you, Jesus, as my Savior from today. Help me, Lord, to live for you in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. 
And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.